Welcome to Beyond the Bench, a podcast sponsored by and in conjunction with Gordon Leadership Services. Beyond the Bench is a podcast done by ADs for ADs. Every week in this podcast, three Iowa high school athletic directors talk about current program issues we are dealing with, special moments we've had, a quote of the week, some hot topics, and we will, of course, have some fun along the way talking about things happening with our family and friends. We'll talk with special guests, including athletic directors currently doing the job, retired ADs, and people we work with inside and outside of the school who help to make our program successful. I'm Todd Gordon, currently at Des Moines Roosevelt High School, and I'll be joined by Scott Jarvis from Ankeny Centennial High School and Aaron Stecker from Cedar Rapids Kennedy High School. All three of us have taken different paths to our current positions, but we believe our separate journeys will make our discussions interesting and informative for ADs from schools of any enrollment size. All three of us have been active in the Iowa High School Athletic Directors Association. I currently serve as the president of the IHS ADA, and Scott and Aaron are both recent past presidents. All three of us hold certifications from the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association, the NIAAA, with Scott being a certified Master Athletic Administrator, and Aaron and myself holding our Certified Athletic Administrator certifications. We hope you enjoy the podcast, and if you have any questions, current situations, or concerns you are dealing with in your program, and you would like us to discuss them, feel free to email us. Our email address is beyondthebenchgls at gmail.com. That email address again, and this is all one word, is beyondthebenchgls at gmail.com. And now let's get to today's podcast. Well, hey, hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to Beyond the Bench. And we are coming to you live here on a Sunday night in uh, July. And got everybody together. Hey, Aaron, Scott, how you guys doing? Doing well. Doing well, Todd. Good to be back with you tonight. Yeah, it, it's been, uh, well, two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, a couple uh, of weeks. I think two we weeks. recorded three weeks ago with Brandon Hurley. Yeah. And uh, didn't release it until the following Sunday, um, just because that was kind of the request of Nick Nurse uh, to just kind of take some time there. So we didn't release it till a week later. And uh, we took last week off. You guys were doing some traveling to yeah. North Dakota, eh? North Dakota. North Dakota. <laughs> and uh, I was just wrapping up vacation um, and getting ready to start here. So, it, yeah, it just didn't work out last week. But here we are. And um, I don't know. It, it just kind of just makes our routine, I think. And. If you go Sunday without it, you kind of miss it. I mean, it's it's yeah, for sure. It's okay not to have to do it one Sunday, but boy, to go another Sunday without it, it's like uh, I don't know. We need the therapy. It's like I guess more. It's than like anything. missing. It's like missing a day of the week, Todd. I know. I know. 
and a therapy session laying on the couch. I know. Uh, it, you know, it's it's like we like hanging out together or something. I don't I don't know. What I don't know. It's weird. I, nobody it's like nobody likes hanging out with me. Oh well, true. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's dive right in. You guys um, spent. Um, I don't know, Scott, you probably maybe spent longer than Aaron, but uh, at the National High School Coaches Association uh, convention, uh, maybe what, 10 days or so ago, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about that experience, maybe what you guys picked up there, what you learned uh, just hanging around there. Well, Scott, you want to go? I'll let you go first, Scott. You're the, you're okay. the mover and shaker up there. Well, I don't know about that. I, you know, I, I honestly really love that time there. Um, I know it's a, a week away from school, which is always hard to do. Uh, as you guys know, in the summer with baseball and softball going on and, and then getting ready for the fall. But I really do love the networking. And then it's kind of neat because the AD is kind of a, a little bit more of an intimate uh, gathering, a smaller group of ADs that get together and just share ideas. Um, Aaron. You know, obviously, he, he gave a great uh, presentation on his student leadership work that he's done this past year, which was awesome. Uh, one of the best um, presentations I've had there in the last couple of years. But we had a lot of great ADs um, with some really good um, ideas Time to network. We even actually had a time and talk about uh, just a roundtable and just had uh, some new ADs that were just getting into it that had opportunity to speak with Aaron and Todd and Mike and uh, ADs from all over the country. So um, just a, a great time to, to learn from other ADs that are doing great things. And, you know, obviously uh, the ability to, to meet coaches from around the country that are absolutely amazing and are doing great things with their kids. So um, it's, it's pretty inspirational to be there. Uh, great time to, again, just to network and be around people that all love working with our student athletes all over the country. So for me, it's, it's uh, fun um, uh, just to be, just to be there and kind of soak it all in. Yeah, I, I would agree. And, and uh, I, I'm going to take a moment here because Scott won't toot his own horn, Todd, as, as you know, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't even have a horn. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you're too busy. Just you're in like fast forward mode all the time. You don't need a horn. People just get out of the way if they get run over. Because he, God, he's he's a workhorse up there too for that National uh, Athletic Coaches Association. It's you know we always talk here. We wouldn't know what we would do without him. I I can't mm-hmm. imagine those folks walk away from that experience up there wondering what what would we do without Scott Jarvis. He is he is the man up there. The same same as he is for the State of the Association and for all the schools he's been to. So. I want to take a moment, Scott, and say thanks for all your hard Thank work. You. Uh, in, no worries. had a great experience up there for all of us. Um, yeah. I would agree. I really enjoyed uh, – I have to admit, there was times I didn't know that I felt like I was at a convention because the, the conference room that the ADs <laughs> met in was about 15 feet from my hotel room door. Yeah. Uh, so I never, it was, I never really had to go down to the big, you know, uh, the, you know, walk through the big convention area and things like that. I just walked 15 feet. I'm in the conference room. I'm, I'm talking to all the other ADs that were there. And, but that was really neat kind of intimate setting just to talk with ADs from Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, Illinois, uh, Oklahoma, Iowa. Um, so that was just kind of fun to just sit in a small, smaller setting. We always had 12 to 15, maybe 20, 
20 ADs in there in, the, in our sessions, but just great, great conversations, great ideas. I uh, really enjoyed it. Um, going up there and doing that and got to explore Bismarck a little bit, found a couple nice uh, restaurants and things like that. So had a great time up there. Uh, enjoyed it. I think one of the things I was most curious about was, and, and we talked a bit as we were getting ready to go on this is it's not a real strongly advertised organization in the state of Iowa, for sure. Scott's got a bigger yep. experience nationwide, maybe not as, as much as well, but you know, our tie to the national athletic coach association is the, uh, is the Iowa Girls Coaches Association. Um, but all these other states have these overarching coaches associations. So there's a Nebraska Athletic Coaches Association, North Dakota Athletic Coaches Association, Minnesota, Oklahoma, Mississippi. They all have these overarching athletic coaches associations. So they have these types of conventions at the state level all the time where they'll bring coaches in from around the state and they'll have their keynote speakers and then they'll cut, they'll have their breakout sessions. And then at every breakout session, there's, of talking, a basketball coach talking, a track, soccer, bowling, trap shooting coaches all talk during the breakout sessions of mini sessions, and then come back and do another general session with a larger speaker. And you know, we just don't have that in Iowa, and all these other states have it. It was an interesting thing to to format, and then like, wow, we don't have this in Iowa. So, um, mm-hmm. be curious to have conversations about what that might look like in Iowa if it would work or not. But, yeah, and I, you know, I just, I pulled up the IGCA website as you, you're talking and, you know, there's just, there's really no mention of even of that in there, you know, who the yeah. NHS ACA is. And I think, yeah, I think, you know, Scott and I were talking a little bit before how they just, they need to do a better job of promoting themselves a little bit, the NH, the national mm-hmm. organization too. But. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot of things that we could do a lot better um, to help promote that a little better. And, and that was one thing that we discussed at the national conference this year is just doing a better job of communicating and getting that word out to coaches across the country that this is a great organization um, and really selling it on the professional development networking versus the the award ceremonies, yeah. which are awesome. Yeah. The hall of fame ceremony. Uh, we had a couple Iowa uh, coaches that were inducted. Um, we had um, Hanson from Indianola was inducted into the hall of fame. Uh, Jerry Horton uh, got the Dwight T Keith award. Um, and we had a couple other ones that were hall of fame inductees also. So, uh, I mean, there's, yeah. they're doing some really great things. So, yep. I just wish more people knew about it. Right. Yeah, for sure. It it uh it was in Des Moines back in 2013. And yep. It was hosted in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know we got information on it back then, but I didn't really know what it was. Um, yeah. Justin Davy will be the president of it. I think in the 21 22 school year, he is a uh, he worked his tail off up there too. Uh, yeah, he he does, uh, he does a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um. So he'll be he's third by pre- vice president this year. He'll be president in that in 2022. And it yep. would be in Des Moines again in 2022. So I'm really, uh, I'd like to see us figure out a way to, to help promote that. I think it'd be neat to get our coaches there and see it and, and then maybe use that as a springboard into maybe, how, you know, how can we do something at the state level um, on a more regular basis? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and like we talked about, Aaron, 
what a great way to tag on if we were going to continue that summer institute. Yes. Tagging it on to that National Coaches Association so we could draw some more coaches in. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a nice tie-in, especially if we got some destinations that would be more of some family destinations that yeah. people would want to go to and and kind of make it a trip and have the you know opportunity to take some LTI courses or just going – through the workshops is awesome too. Yeah, I would agree. So anyway, good takeaways. Good. Yeah, very good. Well, let's uh, let's go to uh, who's up, who's down, and let's uh, let's get right after that. Let's start with who's up. And uh, Scott, we're going to go to you first. So who's up for you? Oh goodness gracious! You know what? I I know Aaron doesn't want to hear it again, but. Uh, I just, he, he's up in my book, just, um, he came to the national convention and I know, uh, you know, it's sometimes a little bit, you get a little worried about your presentation. And I remember when I did that, I was a nervous wreck, but he did an awesome job. And I know that he planted the seed of starting, um, you know, student athletic, uh, leadership groups with the other ADs that were there. So I know that he definitely left an impact on many of the ADs and, uh, that came to his session. So he's up in my book. And again, I, I was, I, I was so honored to, to be able to present him uh, with that award. That was a really fun evening for me to, to be able to share that with Aaron and his wife. So, and, and both of them, honestly, you know, you guys know that our wives are integral part of, of what we do. So uh, Jeanette and Aaron are, you know, to be commended on, doing great things for their for kids in Cedar Rapids. So thanks, Aaron. No doubt. Scott, thanks so much. I pre- That was a great evening. I really appreciate all your work on that. So thank you very much. Yep. No worries. All right, Aaron. Uh, well, I've got two ups, if I can give you two. Of one quick is, and this is kind of coming off that convention, because one of the, I, and we know this, you go to the, we go to the National AD Convention, and what's one of the, we get two questions about the state of Iowa all the time. We get the question about the two organizations and we get the questions about baseball, softball in the summer. Mm-hmm. And, and those same two questions came up with this national convention as well. Uh, I just going to say, I'm one thing that's up for me is just baseball, softball in the summer. Um, I, I know there's folks out there want to move them to the spring and, and I know there's valid reasons for that, but man, I, I just, High school baseball and softball in the summertime is just right. Um, I, I got to agree with, with uh, you know, you, you talked with, uh, oh, Mike Dick, and you talked with, uh, oh, Rick Wilco and Bernie Saga before him and, and Alan Bestie and those guys all, and Gene saying the same thing when everyone wants to say, well, 49 states do it right and Iowa does it wrong. I, I think it's reverse. I think we do it right and they all do it wrong. I think it's just, it, it, I enjoy it in the summertime. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Um, the other thing I was going to mention is, thank God the Nats are gone. At least they are for us. Are they gone for you guys? The the crazy Nats in the and during the daytime. Yeah, no, um, I haven't noticed them. Yeah, I've... I I am so glad those things are gone. <laughs> I love it. That's my up. All right, gotcha. Well, my up. Um, I I just are people who are encouraging no matter what they do, whether they're out in the business community, whether your neighbor, um, whether it's a person you see working in a grocery store, um, 
I was just struck this past week uh, meeting a lot of people over here in Jefferson and, and around Green County, the number of people that are encouraging. And I, I just, it does your soul good. It does yourself good mm-hmm. just to, just to feel appreciated, you know? And yeah. so I, I think it's just a lesson to all of us, just be an encourager. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy, I, I, it, it means a lot to people and it just helps you through the day. Um, so uh, I want to thank everyone who's encouraged me here this past week, but it, and, and some do it. I think, I think sometimes we do it without even knowing we do it. Uh, maybe by mm-hmm. just a smile or a greeting or a, again, small things uh, can make big impacts. So uh, I'm yeah. all for the encouragers. Isn't it amazing? And then there, we always, you know, people say surround yourself with good people and how important that is. Uh-huh. And even if it's just somebody who's positive and is willing to do that, go a little bit extra every day, it just makes what we do so much uh, more rewarding when we have that, you know, with our coaching staff, with our staffs within our offices, um, just makes it a better place to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't take that much. No, it no, doesn't. No, nope. you're absolutely right. So, hey, okay. before we jump on the downs, I got one more up I want to share because I don't know how much play this got over on you guys' side of the state. Did you guys hear anything the last few days about Jay Kilmer over here at North Lynn? Yes, I did. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. I uh, just wanted to, I, I'll, I'll give him a shout out as a who's up also because uh, if you don't know Jake, he's a senior North Lynn High School. Um, he was, was a co Mr. Basketball for Iowa, I believe. Yeah. Uh, this past winter broke all kinds of state records in, in boys basketball this last winter, uh, set a national record for career hits. I believe that the number was 278. I might be wrong on that, but it's upper 200s, 270s mm-hmm. for career hits uh, in high school. And, and his eighth grade hits don't count on that. He was a starter as an eighth grader. So those hits don't oh, count. Oh, man. Um, and on the same night as he pitched a perfect game. Oh, wow. Uh, right. So he had quite a night the other night. I actually saw Mike. That was Friday night. He did that. And Mike was over at our baseball game watching some friends play Prairie Saturday. So I got to talk to Mike a little bit Saturday again. And just the the pride in, in that dad's eyes of, of the young man he's got there in Jake. So shout out to Jake for setting a national record. Right. Oh, awesome. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think to tap onto that, I saw a tweet somebody put out there the same night he did that. He stayed after during the game and played catch with a six-year-old. Oh, cool. For a few minutes. Yeah. You know, so, I I mean, that's a a person of impact right there, Jay Kilmer. Not only a great athlete, uh, but a great representative. And I think um, that speaks highly of of his parents, too. Um, You know, Mike, and I I think – they can be very proud for a lot of different reasons, but yeah, that's a great one. I'm glad you brought that up, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Take us down, Mr. Jarvis. Oh gosh. I always hate this. Who's down? <laughs> oh. uh, you know what? I, I, I would have to just say, you know, uh, and you alluded to it a little bit by saying that the people who are encouragers, but I guess who's down from here are the people who are, trying to drag people down and make things uh, difficult for people. Uh, we've got too much of that in our world. And so that that's who'd be my down for this week. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I mean, I would be along the same lines. If I, on the serious side of this, 
Um, just, I, I guess, I, I'll, maybe my spin on that is going to be the folks who just get under my skin right now are just, and, and I'm one of them sometimes. I'll be the first to admit, there's just times I'm one of them as well that um, always, it's never good enough or, or there's always something wrong. No matter how good it is, there's always something wrong. And they always have to sit, they always have to bring that up. And like I said, I, I'm guilty of it also. We all do it. Um, yeah, we all do. Yeah. On, on the funny side, I'm going to say on the ex- insect side of it. So this is summer number three. We had a bunch of trees that we lost. Uh, we've lost seven trees on our property now here in the last three years. So oh. we were losing oaks, big, tall oaks to oak wilt. Um, mm. Like 75 year old oaks that were tall. We lost another oh. one this year, but we've got, we haven't gotten rid of all the stumps yet. Well, for three straight years, this time of year, I have this black wasp all of a sudden shows up and wants to hang around and fly around nonstop every day around this the, one of the leftover stumps. And when I mow in the yard, this thing seriously is trying to eat me. I mean, <laughs> it, I, I kid you not, yesterday I mowed in the yard and I didn't really, I hadn't seen him. I'm keeping my eye, you know, corner. I mean, I go, I'm 20 feet from the stump and boom, my eyes are on it. I'm going to break my ankle and mow my yard because I, this thing is just hunting me. And he crawls up the side of the stump. He sits on the top of the stump. And now I've got my hornet and wasps killer stuff, which I, I've hit him <laughs> several times over the last couple of years. And he's, he lives. He's a tough sucker. I can't kill him. He won't go away. And he jumps to the top of the stump, and he spins his body around, and he looks me square in the eyes. I'm kidding you. I'm not kidding you. He's looking dead at me. And he flies straight at me and chases me out of the damn yard. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So my black, my black wasp is back again. And I'm not happy about it. All I can picture right now is Caddyshack <laughs> and Bill Murray trying to get that <laughs> gopher. And Aaron with a uh, holster with a wasp spray on both hips, oh. just gunning for that thing. I can't get rid of them. <laughs> and he hates me. I don't know what I, he hates me. Uh Anyway, that'll be the first video in the Beyond the Bench YouTube channel. There you go. I love the video of that, of you mowing your yard and then uh, trying to spray this thing at the same time. Man, it, uh, it's comical. <laughs> I'm sure my neighbors get a kick out of it. I'm sure they just love it. There's uh, probably already video out there, there Todd. There, there may be. We just got to find it. We, we got to find it. Yeah. yeah. Find it. Uh, well, all right. all right. You know where I'm going. Travel. Drivers. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. This is no doubt. It's two lane roads. We're, we are coming back from Okaboji. We're driving down to Lewis, Iowa. If you haven't been to Lewis, Iowa, you sure need to. And it won't take you very long to go through it. But anyway, so we're going to an anniversary for my wife's aunt and uncle, 60th anniversary. So we're on 71 south of Spencer. And I mean, there's some Sunday driving going on. And I don't get in a big hurry. I'm going 58, but I can't go any faster. I mean, we're lined up seven, eight cars. Well, of course, people are going to try and pass, you know, five cars and then try and sneak in. And then, and I, I just, I try to just hang back. I let them get around me. I'm it's whatever. I mean, I'm, I just, I don't want to see people get killed, but I, and so we are, we go through that and I see some crazy passing going on and people are in such a hurry. And, uh, you know, then we get to a convenience store and we're both there at the same time anyway. So just, yeah. you know, chill out. So 
we're kind of talking about we're going from Lewis then back up back up home and we're talking about doing this show a little bit and I you know I'm my who's down is going to be um you know it's going to be drivers again and I know it's it's like nonstop, but and just as I'm talking about that and thinking about it some dude coming the other way on highway 25 south of Guthrie Center pulls out and is going to he's passing three vehicles and I have to hit my brakes so we don't have a head on collision jeez so and I did not wave at him in an inappropriate way or anything um you know it's just, <laughs> but it's like man people come on let's uh let's uh just let's get where we need to go and not take anybody out while we're getting there. So I can't wrap my head around that philosophy, this, this mentality that I've got to, I, I am in a bigger hurry than everybody else here. So your safety means less than my time. It blows right. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So for five, for five minutes. For, yeah. And that's really all it's going to be. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I just, I just always hope when I come over a hill, they're that person sitting with a cop behind them and getting a ticket, but yeah. I don't get that lucky, but um, yeah, you're right. It's for five minutes. And uh, I know that, I don't know. It's just not worth it. So no, you're right. anyway, I, I quit doing my, my uh, two hours of commuting every day and I still see them. So they're out there no matter where you're yeah. going. Speaking of that, we kind of went past this. So how, how is the transition going so far, Todd, to Green County? Um, you know, it's, it's been really good. And um, I think, honestly, the only way to describe it, and I'm going to be completely honest, is that I don't think I realized how unhappy I was mm -hmm. until I started here and realized how happy I am now. Yeah. And just – um, just feel like it's, it's just such a good fit, um, where I'm at, what they need. Um, the people have been so, so nice. And I know we're in the honeymoon and, uh, mm -hmm. um, you know, there'll be some difficult conversations that'll come up and you'll have to have those, but, um, I think you'll be able to have them, but I think regardless, I mean, that's going to be everywhere, but I think just when, I don't know. It's just, it's a different feel. And yeah. uh, it's, I think it's probably because I just feel like I'm back where I probably need to be um, in a community, being a part of a community. And, you know, you guys know, you just don't always feel like that in a city sometimes. Um, yeah. You know, Aaron's had 17 plus years at Kennedy and he's got a community feel there. I think Kennedy's a very special place um, for that. And I think Aaron's done a great job to develop that. So I think if you stay somewhere in a city long enough, you know, you may be able to develop that. Um, I just didn't think I was going to be able to do that where I was in Des Moines. You know, I just, sure. there was too much of other stuff going on. So um, I think that's where you just kind of say, you know, there, there's going to be something else. And I, I just feel really, really blessed, really, really happy. Deb and I are just really happy to be here. And that's uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, the transition's been good. So thanks for asking. Good for you guys. That's awesome. Been so excited yeah. for you guys. Been praying for you guys on a great transition. So good for you guys. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. So here we are. 
This is the 25th podcast of Beyond the Bench. Um, Do we have some cheers in the background right now? I, you know, I think once we start getting those uh, multi-million dollar sponsors, we'll all be set up with our own podcast studio. Oh, I love it. And we'll be able to put sound effects in and play video audio clips and, you know, be able to do all that. But right now we're just talking to our phones and uh, looking at our little uh, pictures of ourselves. So um, (laughs) works for me. And and what great pictures they are. Oh, they are. And, uh, you know, but I, I think 25 episodes and it's just flown by. I'm, we started our our first show was December second of twenty eighteen, and uh, you know we just kind of had this idea to do this together, and you guys jumped on board, and uh, it, it's just been a great, great. It's been great fun, and uh, yeah, I think you know we've been able to maybe help some people along the way. We've you know we've gotten some encouragement from some people and shared some ideas and. I think we're just starting to tap into what this can be. So um, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, So here's, here's just a few highlights and I'm going to, you know, our first three shows, we basically just kind of introduced ourselves, went through our histories, our past. And, uh, and then that was pretty much it. And then we just kind of got into some different uh, topics, but uh, we'll, we'll touch on a few of those in a little bit. But I just want to run through our guest list of what we've had. We've had uh, nine guests on those 25 shows, um, which I think is a pretty good ratio uh, because with a lot of them, we talk about specific topics too. Yeah. Um, but here, here was our guest, Mitch Osborne from Harlan Community, who's now retired seven days in. Congratulations, yeah. Mitch. Yes, Mitch. Uh, J.R. Ogden from the Cedar Rapids Gazette. Uh, we pulled in Jason L. Parker from Sepulpa, Oklahoma, um, AD down there. Uh, Nick Easley, uh, Newton grad, there with Scott. Yeah. Newton to Iowa Western, to Iowa, and now with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he was a great interview. Yeah. Uh, we hit up Brent Butcher, uh, who was at Ankeny, worked with Scott there in the Ankeny schools, and now has transitioned to Dallas Center Grimes. Um, that was a fun one. We pulled him in at the state convention and we were all four in yeah. the same room. Um, Dale Audie from Pella. We talked about youth sports with Dale. Uh, Taylor Chapman, first year AD at Spencer. Uh, Taylor was a great guest on the podcast and uh, I think is headed for really big things in athletic administrator. Uh, Louis Curtis from the High School Athletic Association. <coughs> Excuse me, director of officials. And uh, former AD at Underwood. And then Brandon Hurley uh, was our actually our last. He was episode 24, uh, sports editor here at Jefferson Newspaper and the Carroll Times-Herald, but mainly here in Jefferson. And uh, we talked to him about his uh, Nick Nurse experience, the Toronto Raptors. And uh, so those were our nine guests. And those were all – they bring back some, uh, some good memories. Um, Let's talk a little bit about those guests and maybe some takeaways, one or two takeaways we remember from from those guests. And I'll start. Um, uh, First, I I mean, I just I just got to mention my good friend Mitch. And uh, because I think what he does, what he did there at Harlan in the last, uh, you know, 20 plus years was just a model of consistency 
Um, he had great teamwork uh, amongst his coaches. Their coaches really worked together. You know, I was fortunate to be one of those coaches for four years and experienced firsthand with him um, in the early 2000s um, when I was a girls basketball coach there. And, uh, and then also how that teamwork amongst the coaches leads to the multi-sport athlete and those athletes not feeling nearly as conflicted yeah, uh, because the coaches are working it out. And Mitch is just, he was a great leader who got those coaches to really buy into that philosophy. And, uh, you know, they just did it. And that's why they're one of the winningest, most consistent programs there is out there. So um, that's what I really took from him. And then the other was, was mm-hmm. really um, Nick Easley. And I think just his, just to be proud of the student athletes, uh, you know, Scott, obviously he was one of Scott's student athletes, but again, just the beauty of education-based athletics and the perseverance that, that he had um, to go from stop to stop and just, he just wanted a chance is all he wanted. And he, he made it happen. And, you know, just wanting a chance. Now you got to believe with Buffalo Bills, he's going to make it happen. So, um, just the perseverance of Nick was was uh, really impressive to me. So those are just a couple takeaways for me. I've got others. Um, they all impacted me. I, okay, I'm going to bring up another one. Jason Parker. I think Jason L. Parker from down in Oklahoma. Um, he is he is a workhorse, and his his model of having a routine in the morning with his exercise, with his prayer, with his quiet time, he just doesn't really, he sticks to that routine. And I think that's part of why he's so successful um, is that he makes sure he's taking care of himself first. And I think he really models that. So um, those are a few for me. Um, Aaron, how about you? What's some takeaways you maybe had from some of our guests? Well, and I'm going to jump on, I, uh, I took something from every one of them, so I, I, I struggle a little bit as I look back through notes uh, here this afternoon because I, I don't want to make it sound like it took something more away from others. Uh, so exactly. they, all, they all had stories. Um, they all had a journey that they that got them to where they're at, and I love listening to their story and their journey because there's, there's something, if you'll just sit and listen to people's journey, um, mm-hmm. you can pull something out of that that applies to where you're at and what you're doing. So I've, I've appreciated all nine of them for that reason. Um, some of the highlights I wrote down, I, I appreciate the two media folks we had, J.R. Ogden with the Gazette and Brandon Hurley with the Jefferson newspaper for what I was just talking about. Uh, two guys passionate about telling the story of high school kids, mm-hmm. high school coaches, high school communities, um, and getting past the the stuff to what really matters. And I, I loved listening to those two talk about getting to the heart of what it's all about um, with high school athletics at, from their perspective as, as journalists. So I, I really appreciated them and their stories on that. Um, I wrote down uh, Jason L. Parker as well. Um, and his, I think his most impactful thing I took away from his talk was when he said that winning is the cherry on top. It's the product of the pursuit of a culture of excellence from the smallest of things to the largest, uh, largest of things in your daily tasks every day. Uh, and I just, that goes to tie what you were talking about. That was what I wrote down and it circled four or five times in my notes from him. 
Mm-hmm. And and then the, I, I picked up on Nick Easley also because and this might be the most impactful statement we've had yet in our 25 episodes, at least from my perspective. When we asked him about uh, what what advice does he have for coaches, and he talked about um, build the relationship first, build the coach athlete relationship first, because then you can coach them on a different level with a different perspective and take them someplace you never could have without the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So those are my big ones. Uh, they've all been great, but those are the ones I pulled away this afternoon. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Scott, how about you? Well, uh, obviously one of my favorite ones was Nick, uh, just because, you know, I've got a relationship developed with him and, and, and basically right on what Aaron said, it was like the thing that he said to me that impacted me was that same conversation about that coach student athlete relationship. And then, you know, he just said, Hey, you know, I don't know how, I don't care how much my coach knows. I just want to know how much they care about me. And then they can coach me at a different level, which I'm right on board with Aaron. I think that is exactly why coaches do what they do. That is why, you know, you know, we do what we do is to have a, a positive impact on kids and to make sure that as ADs, we're teaching our coaches that the relationship comes first. The wins and losses will come when we develop that relationship and we develop our kids. And then for us as ADs, just sit back and like be able to see the impact that our coaches have, maybe even if they don't have the championship season or they don't have the the, the win-loss record that we wanted, but that we see kids are in a, in a, a good, positive uh, c- culture and climate that our coaches are, you know, doing the best that they can and working with the kids and getting them to a much higher level than what they even thought they could attain. Um, I think, you know, all of what Nick said really just wrapped around that student athlete coach, you know, relationship and how important that can be in our student athletes lives. So that was one of my takeaways. Um, and then I think just the second one was uh, Brent butcher um, you know, obviously I had the chance to work with him this past year and um, just being a genuine leader is what I got from mm-hmm. him. And not only from that conversation we, we had him with that night, but just the opportunity to work with him. Um, he truly cares about his kids and his coaches and um, you know, just seeing him in action and communicating and sharing with his coaches and kids. It's, it's awesome to see. And, I wish him all the best at DCG, and if he's listening, uh, you know, uh, we're always here for him and making sure that he has what he needs because he is a, a great person, and I, I will truly miss working with him in Ankeny, but uh, I know he's not very far away, thank God, mm-hmm. so we'll still be able to communicate and talk, and, and you know, as you guys know, uh, one of the best things about this job is just the people that you meet and get to know and learn from, um, you know, and and you know, I, I learned a lot from Brent in our time together. So uh, we're, we're very different, uh, but um, just had the opportunity to learn a lot from him this past year. So um, just that, that time that we had with him um, in our conversations, I can, you know, just pull away from that, that, you know, just his genuine, genuine concern and love for his student athletes and his coaches is, is definitely real. It is. And you can, uh, that's a great point. And uh yeah, I, when you said Brent Butcher, that's the first word that came to my mind was genuine because mm-hmm. that's that's really what he yeah. is. Um, so yeah, great stuff. And 
Man, I mean, if, if our in our next 25 shows, if we can pull off nine guests like that, um, yeah, we'll be in we're good in shape. good shape because yeah. they all, like you said, uh, I do agree with that. If you just listen to people's stories and their journeys, they're all, I mean, we're all so different, but um, I just think that's where we learn so much about people and because mm-hmm. uh, people, yeah, so that's a great point. Um, and again, it's it's not that we didn't learn anything because we learned from everybody oh. and what yeah. a blessing to have everybody on for sure. You know, my first thought, like when we were going through this, I'm going through that list. I, I, I think about um, Taylor up at Spencer. I mean, I, I think that podcast that you and, and, and uh, Taylor did, Todd, ought to be mandatory listening at the at the new AD workshop come August. Um, just <laughs> yeah. because of the, the conversation you guys had about what that process is like and what he learned and what he struggled with. But the fact he's on the backside of year one, um, ready to roll. And, and the the inspiration that can be for ads as they get started and like oh man this thing's a grind what am i thinking well they can listen to a guy like taylor who went through it and how you talked them through that and and see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel um so yeah yeah, yeah. I, I just gotta tell you I, I i was uh i was really he uh he posted a couple tweets just in the last couple weeks um you know, he's got a picture of maybe the softball team. I remember who it was, but it was one of his teams and probably softball and just saying how proud he was of them. And, you know, and I just, I thought, you know, for a first year AD to really be speaking like that, that's a, that's a genuine Brent butcher type of tweet. Um, So, yeah, I I just think he's, uh, he's getting in a groove and I think he's back in his hometown. He's going to make a great impact there. And, uh, so, yeah, great, great, great stuff. So, um, all right, let's talk about our favorite conversation topics that we've had. And I'll lead this off again, too. I think one of my favorite shows that we did, and I think it's something, you know, we'll, we'll maybe do one of these every 25, every, every five or six months. You're going to steal mine. It was our quote show. Yes, you did. You stole it. I did. <laughs> Go ahead, hey, good. so uh so we can and well let's talk through that i i think that was one of my favorites not not only because we get to talk about a quote uh but we had so much interaction with with people i mean i think we had i've got the sheet in front of me now we used uh 11 different quotes i think it was and Three of them were ours, but we had we had a music teacher, a vocal music teacher uh, from Greene County, Jeff Beeson from Glenwood, uh, Nate Tease from Salina, Kansas, um, Matt Icorn from Woodward Granger, Bryce Conway from Riceville, and Brent Butcher. And so, I mean, we we got some interaction from some, some people that. Um, we just wouldn't normally get. Yeah. So we're able to, you know, get their quote, get their take on it, and then throw our take on it. But that was that was a fun show to do. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I wrote that down for the same reason, Todd. I, I I loved how we could read a quote that we got the perspective from the eighties that submitted it to us. But then we turn around each one, each the three of us talked through it, and 
the different spins and perspectives and experiences wrapped around that quote we've all had. Um, mm-hmm. made it such a deep, rich conversation. I, I, it was my favorite uh, topic thing we've done yet. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, the other one we had, Andy, Andy Umphen, yeah. also yeah. submitted one from Xavier yeah. as well. So, yeah. Now you know, Ankeny. now Ankeny. Yeah, now Ankeny. You know, think about this. I mean, here, let, let's switch it now to Iowa High School Athletic Directors Convention. What if you had a, a little session where you just did that? Oh. Where, where you just had a quote. Yeah. You know, think about that conversation. Mm-hmm. That if you had 15 or 20 ADs in a room at a breakout session, or maybe that's a popcorn session type of thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're, just that's gonna, for sure. you're gonna throw out a quote and say, Hey, let's help, let's just talk through this. And you spend five yeah. minutes on it and then you go to another one. I mean that's that just hit idea. me as we were talking about that because we had such a rich conversation with through that. Um yeah. that could be a fun one to take to the state convention too. That that would be. That would be something different the other one that i that i wrote down um was our episode it was our 13th one episode 13 we talked about character driven coaching and leadership and probably because that's just that's in all of our wheelhouses i know and it's what we love to talk about but um that one for me we talked about a couple articles that we we'd read um, a video from a water polo champion. Mm, that's right. Yep. And, and, you know, just talking about yep. character and, and coaching and boy, you know, the more you, you hear things and you see things, it's just like that. It's just got to be the forefront of what we do. Um, we got to keep talking about yeah. it. So that was, those were obviously the quote, but then that, that was a, a, a good one for me too was a character-driven coaching leadership. Aaron, what else did you have? Um, the, well, I, I never not. And I guess for me, just in general, it's uh, it's not it's not specific topics. Um, I just uh, the two of you uh, inspire me uh, how how well you guys do things, and so I, I've got twenty five weeks of listening to, to two great folks um, talk about stuff I love, and I've loved learning from you guys. So any conversation the three of us are having, I'm in on. So I, I appreciated that. I yeah. love it. Um, but another specific one, I guess, for me was um, you brought up the quote from uh, the, 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 100, the 100X, the 100 Times Leader. Um, uh-huh. And I actually, I'm, I just finished Chapter 2 this weekend, by the way, on that. So I'm getting into that book now this summer. Um uh-huh. But you brought up the idea of multiplying. We had a conversation about multiplying leaders, and you and you brought up the four p- parts of that from that book. Of you know, first you inform, and then you train, then you coach, and then you provide a, an apprenticeship opportunity. Um, just the importance that we got into talking about building leadership, and I, I think you in particular talked about you're in that season of your of your career, and, and that's your primary focus. And I think Scott and I are getting there slowly and surely. We're trudging that direction too. Um, but I enjoyed that conversation about building leadership and the importance of it, it's not just you. It's what what do you what what story do you leave behind? What legacy do you leave? And I, I really like that topic. And I I want to take more of those on as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Scott Jarvis. Well, it, yeah, I mean, you guys picked all the same ones that I have picked, <laughs> but 
I, I just, I, you know, and we all have such a different perspective, but at in the end of the day, we all, you know, want the same things for our schools and our kids. And I would just have to reciprocate what Aaron said is that just being able to learn from you, uh, all these weeks that we've had the opportunity to talk has been awesome. It's, uh, it's kind of a motivational, uh, session, uh, for me anyway, uh, you know, I, I always think about Chris Farley in the van down by the river, you know. Now, let me see here, Dad. Uh, but I, I've really enjoyed just being able to talk to you guys on a weekly basis and, and just knowing that, you know, we have our student athletes at our schools and high school athletics is, is just such a an awesome platform for our student athletes to learn about life. Um it's just such a humble, it's humbling for me to be able to have the experience just to be around our student athletes and our coaches um, and, and to be able to, to be around kids that just participate and, and work so, so hard at such a high level. But um, I'm even more, you know, in awe of, of our student athletes and coaches and their actions beyond like the field and the court. Um, Cause they do, you know, things above and beyond, whether it's, you know, community service, whether it's, you know, going out and helping kids, whatever that might be. That's, you know, when we talk about being proud athletic administrators, I think those are the things that we see on a daily basis that just inspire me and, 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 and force me and push me to be better every day because I know that, that our kids are doing great things. So I got to continue to do that and lead by example and just every day needs to be um, in service of others and, knowing that can be, you know, whatever we do on a daily basis, making sure we're, you know, we talked about it before, being that encourager, being that listener, being that person that can push others into positive and making a positive impact on others. Yeah, good. That's great. Yeah. You know, I think the other one uh, I'll come back to, I mean, gosh, you just, you, I, I keep looking through notes, you know, as my notebook that I've got everything in here and, it's like, I think we were at a point one Sunday and I, Aaron brought the topic and just basically the title I'm still in. Yeah. It was episode 18. Yep. And, you know, we talked about D Wade. We talked about Tiger. I think that was right. After Tiger yep. won the yes. master. Yep. And, uh, yep. Kind of tied that back to, you know, Aaron saying, you know, I just had one of those weeks where I just, just, you know, I'm still in something, something great happened. It wasn't Tiger winning the masters, but we kind of tied that back in. Um, that was a great topic. And I, I don't have a lot of personal notes on that, but I know that stuck with me. Um, yeah. Because it just, you're right. I mean, we don't have to look very far sometimes to find a reason to keep doing what we're doing. Um, and it's just a matter of how we look at things, I think. You know, instead of looking at the negative, we'd, we'd find that positive and it'll, it'll show up. So, um, yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. It's, like I said, it's just the fact that we get talked together. That's probably the highlight of the whole thing. So I would agree. Um, so things we've learned and, um, you know, Jesus, so many, um, I think, yeah. I think you become better just by doing things consistently. So I think just the, the fact that we go week to week most times and we're, we're on, 
here on Sunday before we start our week. That's uh, when we record um, most times. But I, I think the fact that – so I think subtly we just – we face our week. I face it with more optimism, for one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I just – I keep finding that if you see that through that lens, you see everything that happens through a lens of an opportunity um, – I just think that keeps getting reinforced week by week as we talk, uh, the opportunities that we have. And I think, Scott, you're so good about bringing that out um, to just how much, how hard our kids work and how hard our coaches work Mm -hmm. and uh, the directors. And we just need to appreciate that. We need to celebrate that. Um, And, uh, you know, so stuff like that is just impactful week after week to, I think, get from Monday to Friday or Monday to Saturday. And then Sunday we get to get re-energized again. It's just, it's building yeah. professional development for us. And I, I yeah. think what I, the one thing I've learned from that too, is that, you know, I think people are listening to this and I think it's impacting them the same way. Uh, you know, they're getting picked up, they're getting energized a little bit. And that's what it's all about. I don't know who we're touching, what States we're touching. Um, it, it doesn't really matter if, if we're helping one person get through the week, yep. we're helping one person get through the week. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I, I think it's just important to learn that you can make an impact just by being consistent in what you do. And, uh, yeah. we love doing this, so we're going to keep doing it and, you know, if we impact one person, that's all it, that's all it needs to impact. But the other, the other thing I want to mention, the one thing I learned, and that came from Louis Curtis, uh, his quote just has, it's ringing in my ears. Cheer for your team. When we asked Louis, what's one thing we can take away? Um, it, Aaron asked the question, if we could focus as a sports community on one thing to be better at in 1920, what would you encourage? And his answer was so quick. Yeah. Cheer for your team. Yep. I mean, four words. Simple. It's very simple. And I tell you, it's going to get repeated so at a parent meeting and it's going to get repeated yep. time and time again. Um, and then he followed that up with bring our, let's bring ourselves up. Let's bring our kids up, not by bringing the other team down. Uh, yep. Those words have just they've, – they've stuck with me since he said them. Um, yeah. So. I, I To jump on that, Todd, because I've thought about it as well um, a, a bunch since he said that. Think, think about the impact of that coming to fruition in your community, in your school, in your teams, in your family at home. Mm-hmm. If, if this mentality and this attitude, if I'm going to find a way today to cheer for my team, I'm not, I'm not going to worry about the rest of it. I'm going to cheer for my team, whether that's cheer for my coaches, my kids, um, my wife, uh, or my spouse, or the teachers in my building, or uh, the other ministers I work with. Um, if, you can, if you can build that mantra into your daily routine and influence others to do the same, the influence and impact that can have. And it's simple four words. Yeah. 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 So for sure. Yeah. So the one, the one thing I'm trying to decide if it's a learn or if it's just a, it's been a constant content, uh, a piece of content in all of our, our, our talks. It, 
we keep uh, you guys know me i'm a, i'm a relationship driven person in terms of i believe that's the root to so many things in terms of be, either being great at what you're doing or being poor at what you're doing it has to do with the relationships you have um but that mm-hmm. constant balance it it comes up in so many of our conversations and so many topics and how much intentionality and care and and uh attention we have to give to the coach athlete parent balance and relationship and making sure that the, the communication community as Todd, you always talk about, you can't over communicate um, how important our job is as ADs to stick our neck in the middle of that triangle and work it every way we have to work it to keep it positive and moving forward and, and, and going yeah. the right direction and step in as quick as we can. If we see it getting out of whack um, has been the, yeah. it's when, when we've talked about struggles in our world, um, it's usually wrapped around one of those relationships breaking down. Um, yep. And so our job, how important our job is, and, and it's messy and it's not fun sometimes. Um, and you lose friends uh, sometimes over it. Um, yep. But we've got to have the courage to stick our neck in there because if that goes out of, wh- out of whack, um, the adults move on, but the kids don't. Yep. So. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. And that I'll you know I'll tap onto that too because I think I, I do think July first is always a good time for a reboot. Whether you've been in a job twenty years or whether you're starting a new job, or whether you're somewhere in between there, which everyone is probably, it it's it's good for a re- reboot to really look at those things um, and. I mean, I'll just, the first thing I've really gathered in the last couple months being around here, but now it really in the first week, as I've started to talk to more people in, in depth in Greene County, is that the communication is, is what's needed and it's what they want. And I, I just think, like you said, we can't shy away from sticking our nose in there. Um, so I think whether you're just starting a job, you're going to, you're going to be communicating a lot, but if you've been in a job, really examine that communication piece and see where it can get better and stick your nose in there and make it better. Um, because I, I think it's just something we've always got to be mindful of. Um, golly, it just, and even the things I've seen come through my office this week that I've, I've heard about, you know, this happened a few months ago. It, it's communication. And uh, it's stuff we can control. Um, So stick your nose in. Scott Jarvis, what have you learned? Yes. You know, I think the one thing I've learned is just, you know, when we started this, I didn't know where it was going. But I, like you said, Todd, I think we have made an impact on some people. And it's been fun for me just to talk. I've had, I had a, AD from New York call and had like a 40 minute conversation (laughs) on my way from Ankeny back home one night. And we just talked about fundraising and how we, you know, develop relationships with businesses in our community and how neat of an experience it's been, uh, you know, just for me to be able to share and to be able to learn from other ADs and have conversations and be able to share things that, that we've done. Um, over the years with other ADs that are just starting out um, 
and I guess the one thing I've learned is, and I continue to learn is that just one small thing can make it, make a huge impact. And, uh, you know, we've talked about it already tonight already, but just keep on doing those good things so that we can make a positive impact on, you know, not only our student athletes, but maybe student athletes from other States, other communities, other ADs, other coaches, um, and just how much good we can do by just doing the right thing. And I, you just posted something on LinkedIn, uh, Todd, and it was, you know, you know, basically doing the right thing is not always the easiest thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's one thing that we can really take away is, you know, and you just said it too, as we stick our nose in and we, and try to make things better, but making the right decision isn't always the easiest decision. Cause I know that there's times, you know, in my life, I've made the easy decision. Maybe it wasn't always the best decision. And I look back on those with some regret, but also know that I learned from those experiences also. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I can share some of those, you know, all my failures can teach somebody else not to make those same mistakes. <laughs> well, they happen for a reason. And I, I, I think uh, there's no doubt. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're happen so we can share them with others. I think we have to. Um, well, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's been fun. And, uh, you know, here's the 25 more. I raise my glass to you both. Uh, it's been a great time and uh, I look forward to a lot more. Um, so anyway, thank you to you guys. Thank you to those that have, have listened. Um, we appreciate, you know, you, you listeners that reach out, give us a topic, give us something to talk about. I uh, appreciate all of our guests that have come on. Uh, thank you to them for taking the time out. And, uh, Thank you to those who are going to get a phone call in the next few weeks wanting to be a guest on our show or that we're going to ask to be a guest too. So uh, we've got a few lined up. I'm excited about a few of them already. Uh, I think they're going to be very interesting and uh, we'll share those as we get uh, closer to them here too. But um, you know, guys, the highlight, a highlight for me, obviously, I think for all, both of all of us is that when we get to sit in the same room and do this. uh, Yeah you know, when we get to do those at those times. So we'll look for a time to do that. Maybe, maybe we can pull one together at our retreat. Boy, that could be crazy. But. Yeah. That'd, that'd be great. <laughs> so um, anyway, thanks to you guys. Uh, have a great week. And uh, to all you listening out there, if you've got something you want us to talk about, or you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can always find us at our, our uh, school emails. Uh, but you can also email the show at beyond the bench GLS at gmail.com that's beyond the bench gls at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you i uh, love getting your input so uh, you guys have a great week take care out there good luck to you as you get ready for tournaments um, i know our girls start uh, regional softball we're 2a in softball we start the 3a in softball uh, we start that wednesday so you guys are probably a week and a half from that. Is that right in softball? Uh, we get rolling the end of this week. We play Saturday. Saturday. End of the week. Yeah, so it's here for everybody. Yep. 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 And our baseball is in two weeks, a two week weeks. from Friday, actually, uh, the 19th. Yep. So it's here. So good luck to you guys, uh, to Kennedy and Centennial, and uh, Green County will be participating as well. So we'll see you guys. Have a great week. And uh, everyone else, have a great week. Take care. Enjoy the weather. And be blessed.